Join me March 12th for a free event, Menopause Reset, a three-day challenge to help you kickstart your metabolism so you can lose weight, sleep better, stop the hot flashes, and regain your energy. If you're a midlife woman who has thought about implementing lifestyle changes to help stop the hot flashes, sleep better, and lose those extra pounds, listen up. If you're ready to get your life back, but you're worried about how much time it takes, how you're going to get your family on board, or you just don't know where to start, I have a strategy that is exactly what you need to help you get off the weight loss, sleep deprivation, hot flash, having a roller coaster. Head over to hellohotflash.com challenge to get your limited free spot. The Menopause Reset 3-Day Challenge includes nightly live coaching. We start March 12th, so sign up at hellohotflash.com challenge. See you March 12th. Hey there, I'm Stephanie Shaw. Welcome to the Hello Hot Flash podcast, where midlife women can learn from guest experts and authors who discuss menopause and all that comes with this new chapter in our lives. Hello Hot Flash, where we learn to control the change and not let the change control us. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Hello Hot Flash, where we help you control the midlife change. I'm flying solo again today, and I'm coming to you, talking to you about limiting beliefs and the impact they can have on us as we navigate through menopause. So let's get started. You get to choose to believe that you have an amazing future in front of you or You can believe that you aren't worthy or not good enough or not rich enough or just not enough to have a second chapter that is a thousand times better than or at least equal to your first chapter. I challenge you to think about how your belief systems are keeping you stuck. So what is a limiting belief? A limiting belief is something you believe to be true about yourself, about others, or about the world that limits you in some way. The more you tell yourself the story of, I can't, I will never uh, lose the weight, I won't follow through on the journaling, I always fail when it comes to keeping healthy habits. The more you tell yourself that, the more it begins to manifest itself. It becomes clear or obvious to your mind that you can't, you won't, And you will always. Why? Because the mind believes what you feed it, whether that's good or bad. The stories we're told as a child can often keep us stuck. So stuck that we stop believing just how amazing we are as women. I'm sure some of you have heard there's no way to stop the hot flashes. Or you're going to have to live with sleepless nights or get used to the low libido and thinning hair. Once you have uh, perimenopause, life is over. I'm sure you've heard all of that. This type of talk is chalked full of limiting beliefs. Your mind and or the conversations you allow to influence you will keep you stuck, frustrated, angry, and anxious. You have to determine that you will not allow the end of your menstrual cycle and the change in your hormones to define you, who you are, or define what you can accomplish. You have to believe that this time in your life will not define you and part of that belief starts with the conversations you have with yourself and the conversations you allow others to have with you. So where else do limiting beliefs come from? Along with childhood experiences with our parents, limiting beliefs can often also start with our interactions with others like teachers, our guardians, our friends. 
So here's a quick example. Kim, you always leave your clothes on the floor. As an adult, Kim may not keep her house clean and then say something like, I never was a good housekeeper, not even recognizing that's a message that she heard over and over. Or what about the ones where parents are, tell their children you're bad? You know, Johnny, you're so bad. Or, oh, Johnny's so bad. He always X, Y, Z's. When Johnny becomes 16 and Johnny robs a bank, then what do you, does the parent say? I told you Johnny was bad. Well, yeah, you told me and you told him too. So he had that limiting belief about himself and lived out that truth. So again, limiting beliefs can be spoken over you. And a lot of times you don't even recognize that. So we're, I'll talk a little bit about getting to the root cause, but the belief system that you have is often rooted in things that you have been repeatedly told about yourself that are not always true. We attribute meaning to comments and this assignment of meaning can be physiological, psychological, and emotional. We like to be right. So often we may actually seek advice that substantiates the belief we have about ourselves. In time, we only see the evidence we want to see. What about this? Brenda you know, I'm making up names here. Brenda was always told by a friend in middle school or in middle school, someone told Brenda, you started another diet. You know, you never stick with it. Now, Brenda is perimenopausal, you know, 45 years later, needs to change her eating habits, but can't get past those comments. Even though maybe she can't remember where it came from in her mind, she may be saying, man, I never was good at following through. And again, not realize that that false negative, false narrative had been embedded in her mind. If you don't pivot your thinking over time, the limiting beliefs are reinforced and they become stronger and stronger. So strong that we start to think these beliefs are reality. They start to give us a sense of certainty about how to act and what to avoid. We forget that the beliefs are just that, a belief, not the truth. Let's hit on a few more limiting beliefs. And this time I'll help you reframe and refocus them. So you may be saying, I'm always going to have this extra weight on me. And to that I say, if you haven't worked on the root cause of you not eating healthy food, it may not be rational to conclude that you are always going to be overweight. Maybe you haven't dealt with childhood trauma or perhaps you haven't learned to eat specifically for your body. I encourage you to reframe and refocus. Instead of saying, I will always X, Y, Z, what about, I can manage my weight if I fix the root cause of my weight gain. You're reframing and you're refocusing the initial statement. What about, I will never get a good night's sleep. Sometimes trying all the things, you know, lights off at a certain time, no screen time before bed, all these may or may not work for you. It may be that there are certain micronutrients that you're missing from your body. So instead of just saying, I will never get a good night's sleep, like don't even speak that, reframe and refocus. I've tried almost everything except for maybe diet. I need to get to the root cause of my lack of sleep. It may be stress, it may be diet, or it may be gut health. Like rethinking phrases that you're speaking over yourself or those limiting beliefs that you're sticking speaking over yourself to again, reframe and refocus those. Did you see the difference in the two? You know, I'll never sleep versus hmm, maybe I need to get to the root cause of what's actually going on. You make the statement, but have a solution to that statement, right? 
So let's talk a little bit about how to recognize limiting beliefs. If you're, and I'm not, I'm not sticking the limiting belief of limiting belief on you, but if you're saying phrases often like, I can't, I'm not good enough, I will never, I can't because I'm not enough, or I am not dot, 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 I will be judged, I am not as good as him or her, I can never do this. If those things are often part of your conversation, I want to give you five things that you can do in order to move forward. All right. Ready? Are you ready? (laughs) All right. Number one, bring awareness to the words you use. Think of the negative terms or the list we just made. Do any of these phrases help you move forward or do they limit limit your potential? Um, I will never. Does that help you move forward? I'm not good enough. Does that help you move forward? No. I remember I got this text message from a woman thanking me for calling her out because she always had limiting beliefs, always had negative self-talk. Almost every sentence began with, I have a dumb question or I can't understand or I don't have enough, dot, dot, dot. She had limiting beliefs about herself. And once she changed her self-talk, she became more confident in other areas of her life. So first thing we're doing, bringing awareness to the words we use. Second, be honest. Is the belief or story we're telling actually true? Are you really bad at self-care? Are you really horrible at sticking to your health goals? And if you answer yes, ask yourself why, right? Stick to the facts. Number three, saying you are not where you want to be in your health journey may be true, but saying you're not where you want to be in your health journey, so therefore you're not capable of getting to where you need to be is not true. Ask yourself these, this one phrase, where is the evidence? Like if you're, you're saying something over yourself, ask yourself, where is the evidence to this? There is no evidence in the world that says I can't get a better night's sleep. There's no evidence in the world that says I can't have hot flashes. Every woman either, you know, maybe they have them, but they can get rid of them. Or um, some women don't even get them. There's no evidence in the world that says that I can't, you know, fit back into my skinny jeans or whatever it is. Ask, stick to only the facts. Where is the evidence? All right, next, take a pause before you finish the sentence with a belief that does not serve you. There is a big difference between telling yourself, I don't have experience with the challenges I'm facing while going through perimenopause. So therefore, I need to build a support team versus I don't have the experience with the challenges I'm facing while going through perimenopause. So therefore, I can't look and feel better. You hear the difference? You actually came up with a solution to the problem. And that's what you need to do. Take a pause and actually think about what you're thinking about. I used to say this all the time. Think about what you're thinking about. I want to add, think about what you're saying over yourself as well. Is it a limiting belief? Next, change your conversation to when, not if. This is a big one. When I was sick for two years, my belief was so strong that I was going to be healed that my conversations and step, uh, self-talk were always around when, not if. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, every once in a while, I'm like, oh, this is never going to happen. But I would give myself like audibly, I would say, okay, I need 60 seconds to moan, groan, and complain, and then I'll be over it. 
And that was so silly for me to say that, that really it only took 60 seconds to get over it because I was caught up in the mode of assigning myself 60 seconds. During the entire two years when I was, you know, sitting on that orange couch, sad, or the time when I couldn't drive during those two years, going back and forth across state lines to go to different doctors, in my mind, I kept saying when I am healed, not if. So you're going to have to change those limited beliefs and your thoughts from no, it's not going to happen to when, not if, not if you're going to get over your perimenopausal symptoms, not if you're going to stop having hot flashes and not night sweats, not if you're going to, you know, stop. What, what are some of the other symptoms? Having rapid heartbeat after you eat. When are you going to do that? Your self-talk has to, again, be around when you will get a good night's sleep, not if, when you will stop being short-tempered, not if, when the hot flashes will stop, not if. Take some time after listening to this episode and actually reflect. See if you find yourself speaking any of these non-truths over yourself. And then think about, have you decided not to get an accountability coach? Maybe because you believe this time won't be any different. If so, who told you that, right? Back to that question, um, where is the evidence that this time will not be different? So ask yourself that. Perimenopause is tough. I'm a living witness. It is tough. Your hair thins, your joints ache, you smell everything from body odor to maple syrup your heart races, you get angry at the drop of a hat, your eyes twitch, you get night sweats, dry mouth. Oh my goodness. And the list goes on. But at the end of the day, you get to believe that there is light at the end of the tunnel, a bright light with a bright future. You got this. Thank you so much for listening to Hello Hot Flash, where we help you control the midlife change. I'm so happy that you're taking this time out for yourself. Everyone, here's to your health. If you're a midlife woman who has thought about implementing lifestyle changes to help stop the hot flashes, sleep better, and lose those extra pounds, well, listen up. If you're ready to get your life back, but you're worried about how much time it takes, how you're going to get your family on board, or you just don't know where to start, I have a strategy that is exactly what you need to help you get off the weight loss, sleep deprivation, hot flash having roller coaster. Join me March 12th for a free event, Menopause Reset, a three-day challenge to help you kickstart your metabolism so you can lose weight, sleep better, stop the hot flashes, and regain your energy. Head over to hellohotflash.com challenge to get your limited free spot. The Menopause Reset three-day challenge includes nightly live coaching. We start March 12th, so sign up at hellohotflash.com challenge. See you March 12th.